welcome to the Hot Mess Roundtable and episode seven. This week, we are talking about the joys of pet parenthood. I'm Lauren, and I'm a hot mess this week because of too many weekend plans. Last weekend, we had my daughter's rescheduled belated birthday. We had my birthday, which we didn't actually do anything for. We had my niece's birthday party. That's really sad. You didn't do anything for your birthday? Well, I mean, my, my husband got me a gift. And my mom made like the whole week leading up to my birthday pretty special. Like she oh, took me out for good. lunch and yeah. And she made me a blackberry cobbler and like they sang to me. We just Aww. like the majority of it was spent at my niece's birthday party, which is fine. She's five. It's way more cooler than being 37. So I get it. Um, and then this weekend, upcoming weekend, we're going out of town. So it's just like I'm ready for a quiet weekend where we don't mm-hmm. have plans. Yep. My name's Jordan, and I'm a hot mess this week because my dogs have just completely destroyed my brand new outdoor couch. And I mean, it's not destroyed, but like I spent all this money, like hundreds of dollars on getting new cushions for this outdoor couch, and I get them all out there, and within days, just muddy footprints everywhere. So now, I like, I don't know, I called my mom, and I was like, what do I do? And she's like, don't let them on the couch. (laughs) That is not... An option. But it's outside. So, I know. And Finnegan likes to get up on the couch and yell at the neighbor dogs. I'm like, I can't take that joy from them, right? Like, I can't. I'm so sad for you because I know that's your happy place. It is. So now I got to try to, like, get it out of there, get the mud stains out. But then I'm like, what? Like, the, they're totally just going to bring them back. Yeah. So I don't, it might be a losing battle, but we'll see. You'll get it fixed. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll give up. It'll be okay. Either way. Can you turn the couch cushions over? Because that's what we do at my house. <laughs> that's what we do at our house. That would be the couch in the living room, not an outdoor couch. <laughs> Gosh. Well, my name's Amanda, and I'm a hot mess this week because I am in the same boat as Lauren. I have been gone. We've had plans last four weekends, mm-hmm. which means I haven't had any housework done or any laundry and. I'm just stressing really bad about it. So if we can have this one weekend with nothing to do. I will be very happy and get some things caught up. When I, It's so funny because when I worked, I always looked forward to the weekends to like get stuff done. And now that I don't work, I look forward to the weeks when the kids go to school, school and, and all four of no them are home. in school. Yes. Yeah. yes. But it seems like even during the week, every day, there's something yep. scheduled. So we have a guest this week. Yay. Susan. Yay. Our friend Susan. Welcome, Susan. <laughs> Thank you. It's our first time having a guest. We're so excited. But Susan's here um, for the pet episode because she <laughs> is a pet parent. <laughs> pet <laughs> hot mess. <laughs> Susan, why are you a hot mess this week? Well, probably because I have your old job. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And and we were out of town all weekend, too. We went to Columbia. And, of course, my husband woke up the day we were leaving, Monday morning, and had a muscle spasm in his back. So he was, like, slumped over in my car. Oh, Oh, no. Drive faster. (laughs) Is he feeling better now? He is. Good. No. Poor guy. I know. And of course, we asked our guest to make us a drink because that's <laughs> the polite thing to do, right? But uh, she's the best drink maker of all of us. So, Susan, oh, thank you. What are we drinking this we week? We are having cranberry mimosas, which are yeah. quite delicious. They're they very are. yummy. They are very yummy. They are yummy. So, what's all in them? Um, prosecco and cranberry juice. Okay. Easy peasy. Yeah. Easy. They're delicious. Easy. Yeah. yeah, I really like it. Highly recommend. And All right. We want to talk about the cat story. <laughs> I I know the cat story is real because yeah. I ran into your mother in the hallway and she said that absolutely happened. She said it absolutely happened. I took that cat home because I had two little ones at home and I didn't want to spend any more time away from them. So they let me take this cat home and I had to leave it in the freezer when I wasn't working on it. So, yes. KK had a dead cat in your house. Yeah. And the thing that I think is so weird about this story is like the few people I've talked to about this are like, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. She didn't want to be. And I'm like, no, this is weird. Like, this is actually weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Susan looks horrified. (laughs) I was horrified. You weren't even there yet. (laughs) I wasn't alive yet. But you were still horrified. But the thought of it is pretty gross. 
Have you ever had wildlife in your fridge or freezer for no. any other reason? No, Jordan's mean? looking at me like that's a really big question. I was mark. like, are you asking Jordan that question? Because <laughs> I'm going to say well, that's okay. a big no. Okay, so when I was a kid, we had a flying squirrel get into our house. And it was when my dad was overseas on business. So my grandpa came out to our house to like get this thing. We didn't know it was a flying squirrel to get it out of the bathroom. Because like my mom had shut the door and she just heard it like flying around in there or running around in there. She didn't know it was flying anyways. And so he like suits up with his leather gloves up to his elbows and gets a shotgun. Like he's oh. going to go in there. <laughs> and this is in like the upstairs master bath. <laughs> and he goes in. My mom's like, um, my little brother was sleeping on the couch, taking a nap, like underneath the master bathroom. She's like, do I need to go move Spencer? Like, are you yeah. going to shoot through the I floor? I have so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, my grandpa goes in there and it was a flying squirrel and it had drowned in the toilet by this <gasps> point. Oh. And so she, he, but he wanted my dad to see it. So he took it out and put it in his garage freezer <laughs> at his house. Okay. Well, at least it was in the garage. Yeah. But you know, like it, I mean, it was, it was a freezer that they like kept food in also. Well, and at that um, point it was a toilet squirrel. Toilet right, squirrel. It was a drown. I mean, yeah. it was a drown. He didn't have to shoot it. So that was good. That's good. Yeah. That's I good mean, because good. I feel like for Thank sure you. you're going to have a bullet hole in a wall oh, or a tile I know. or <laughs> You said with your brother sleeping downstairs, I was packed, you know. Yeah. That's I was what, imagining that's what my mom the shotgun was about. the floor. Yeah. So no, I mean, I'm <laughs> sure growing up, my dad probably put gross things in the fridge. You know, like I know like there are a few times they'd go fishing and bring home like the yucky fish. And, you know, like I'm sure. Although he was also really good because he was a butcher before he became a nurse. And so he was also really good or a meat cutter. I don't think he calls himself a butcher. But, you know, I think butchers are maybe more skilled. I don't know. But he was really good at like dressing them in the field when he mm-hmm. hunted and stuff. So he just brought home the meat. Like we didn't usually have like things that looked but the fish usually did because it was just like headless. It was gross. So That's maybe probably... he didn't even need the cat anatomy class because he was already a butcher. Well, he probably didn't. That's like his favorite dad joke because he's um, he works in surgery. Now. Uh-huh. I was going to say being a butcher and then being a nurse that has got to. Oh, be, it's like his favorite go hand hand. dad joke. It's as absolute favorite dad joke. Okay. That's funny. I had a dead so deer head in, in the back of my SUV rumbling around in the back of my just the SUV. head. Mm hmm. Oh like gosh. the skull or like with everything on it? It was like, you know, from the neck up. With everything. For yeah. all has all this happened like, to me? Wait, like, How ha- did I end up hosting a podcast all about dead animals? Every Sorry. single week. Says <laughs> 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 so the, reg- the resident vegetarian. Yeah. How is this uh, happening? <laughs> what, so is it like taxidermied? It wasn't taxidermied yet. It was okay, on its it was way to, to be. get tax. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I guess you have to put them somewhere when you take them to get taxidermy, mm-hmm. but it was gross. Just saying. <laughs> I did have, um, now I, this is another story from when I don't think I was born yet, but my cousin used to stay with my brother and sister a lot. And like, they were kind of raised, they were like all around the same age. They're just kind of raised as like a little herd of children. <laughs> and so Andy would like to torment this cat that they had called Isaac. And so he did absolutely put Isaac in the refrigerator once and nobody knew how long Isaac was in there, but he was alive and really wanted out of the refrigerator. Oh my God. So that totally (laughs) happened once. That's the only. Hmm. And Andy did not grow up to be a serial killer. Just so everyone's aware. As far as I know. Because that's a sign. As far as I know. Torturing animals. Yeah. Is one of like the big signs. I mean, you don't really know until they're caught, right? So. It's true. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Hopefully Andy's not a serial killer. Well, this week we are actually going to talk about live animals. Yes. Is yes. the hope. Is the hope. We're talking about all about pet parents. I don't know. I got to get out of this. I don't know how this happened. Okay, let's, let's transition to our babies. I don't know how this our happened. Our fur babies. Fur babies. We're talking all about being pet parents. And it's hard to be a pet parent sometimes. I mean, you have to make tough decisions. And you always know when you get them, there's going to be that time when you have to say goodbye. And the first two years of a dog's life is just hell on earth because puppies suck. Then they turn into the best (laughs) best dog ever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Are you guys cat people or dog people? Dog. Dog? Dog. 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 Kind of both. All three of you are dog people. I'm probably a dog person too, but honestly, I'm like anything furry. Like if it's fuzzy, I love it. See, that's how Cameron is. Mm-hmm. She would have a herd of everything at our house if we would let oh, her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right now it's goats. Too. We're like, she's like really wanting goats. Okay. If she, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. If she could have any animal. She probably wants a goat go. right now. I would love to have a goat, like a little pygmy goat or like a little fainting goat. I want a fainting those goat. Lines. Yeah. yeah. I also, mini donkeys are really cute. They are very cute. Oh my God. Yeah. If you have any animal, 
what would it be, Susan? Probably a miniature donkey. They're so cute. But I've seen miniature mules too, and they're uh-huh. really cute. Yes. Amanda, what would you have? On a, I'd probably have a mini donkey. A mini donkey? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Lauren? I would have a stuffed animal. <laughs> <laughs> she would give away the animal she has That's if exactly. that were the option. Correct. <laughs> Spoken like a true mom over there. <laughs> what about you, Jordan? What would you want? Uh, a red panda. Oh, Ooh, those are cute. <laughs> we were literally just watching Turning Red before I came over here. Like the show about the girl <laughs> that turns into a red panda. I love That's red pandas. Funny. They're so cute. They are or cute. a raccoon. Although Thor likes to tell me, like, because I asked Trash him for pandas. a raccoon, like, maybe twice a week. And he keeps telling me, illegal in Missouri. You can't have anything native <laughs> to Missouri. Illegal. You can't have the raccoon. And I keep telling him, like, I see on Facebook all the time where people, like, save these raccoons. And then they just stay yeah, wildlife them. rehab. Yeah. yeah, but then they, like, just yes. stay. And then, yep. like, you can't, like, release them because, like, at that point, they've, like, become babies, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I... I want to be a mama to a raccoon so bad. And like someday it's going to happen for me or a squirrel. Like someday this Mm -hmm. is going to happen for me and there's nothing he can do about it. And he knows it. He knows. There's uh, one of the girls that I worked with and she wanted, um, I can't remember if it was an armadillo. What? Those are not even cute. I can't remember what it is. I'm so so off on this one, but yeah. And her husband was like, absolutely not. That's like a wild animal off the side of the road. We had armadillo races at the school when I was a kid. I don't think the armadillos were participating in that willingly. <laughs> I don't think I don't so. I, I literally this. have probably only seen one or two live armadillos since I've lived here. These were all alive. It was like usually I, who came and they're on the side of the yeah. road. It was yeah. a charity event for like the PTA. Oh, where we did had armadillos. Find armadillos at? <laughs> oh my god. We have armadillos all over the place when I lived in Branson. And in fact, we had one. I named him um Grindle and he came up on the porch and I would feed him little bananas and cat food. Oh my god. I loved him. Hey, fun fact. Armadillos don't carry nearly as many um diseases and stuff as raccoons do. Or well, possums. Possums can't get rabies. Possum. That's what she wanted was a possum. Oh shit. You know I mean, what? They're furry. You know what? I was thinking of possums too. <laughs> that came up on the porch and i would love to have a possum yeah i have not oh. seen very many armadillos now that you, yeah okay yeah. never mind one time i hit one oh, no. <laughs> did it jump straight up in no, front of your car it was when i was driving and i was eating a mcdonald's cheeseburger <laughs> and i could not eat a cheeseburger for the longest time <laughs> <laughs> it crunched like oh god I hit it? Yeah. oh no now we're talking armadillo right that was Armadillo. Okay. That was when I was in high school. I just that's like the only animal I've ever hit. I just remember that. It was kind of traumatic. Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I remember exactly where I was driving and everything. Like it was so traumatic. It was not in in and Ozark, like probably driving home from work. It was not after going to McDonald's. <laughs> Anyways, very traumatic. I had some friends who lived in um south of Nixa, like in this woodsy area. And so my best friend in high school, Lara, lived out there. And so to get to her house, you know, it wasn't that far away from my house. It was only like 10 minutes, but it was like in the woods. Mm-hmm. And so I remember we were driving from her house to my house one day and we're driving down the road and it's like four or five of us in my car and we're driving and this bird just comes and flies right into the windshield. And of course, I'm like 16. I think I was the only one with the driver's license at that point. Like all my other friends were just a little bit. And I was just like, we all scream. And it left this huge white, like powdery impression. You can see all the the feathers. feathers. Yes, it was terrible. We literally had the same thing happen. We were coming home from a softball game in Republic and we were taking the back roads from Republic to Nixa. And Cliff and I are talking and Jake was in the back seat. And all of a sudden this owl, an owl. An owl. So big. It was huge. Just like kamikaze right in my windshield. Cliff and I was like, oh my God, what just happened? And we did that got, break the windshield? It yeah. did not break the windshield. But when we got home, I looked out and literally the whole like white chalk outline <laughs> is on the hood of my car. And I'm like, oh my scene. God. <laughs> It, it it was terrifying. Yeah. That is really scary. That is yeah. terrifying. We're still talking about dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> we aren't talking about pets anymore. No. <laughs> okay. Well, let's turn it back. <laughs> yeah, let's get it back. So what kind of pets does everybody have? Dogs. In my Just house. dogs. You have three dogs. Well, who are you have they? Three do- and you have three names? little dogs too, right? Well, no. no. Like we have, so we have Ember. She's a... 
like a 10 year old pit mix ish thing mix she's little but yeah she's like i don't know 40 45 pounds maybe in my world that's little yeah she's smaller than your dogs um she's pretty muscular and she can jump our four foot fence at 10 years old Gosh. um we have a boston terrier who is five so she is little she's like really little and that's andy and then a girl named andy after molly ringwald in pretty and pink because she's red and white Mm -hmm. anyways and then we have daisy our puppy our chocolate lab puppy that we got the week of christmas and so she's what four months old now oh wow she'll be she'll end up being a big girl probably yes she will be the biggest of all of them she's already bigger than andy Like, at first, Andy was like, oh, like, I'm, you know, second in command, because obviously Ember's Queen Bee. And she was like, oh, I'm second in command. And then she realized Daisy's, like, bigger than her. She's like, oh, now you're bigger than me. I guess I'm not going to try to bite you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised you stopped her. (laughs) Yeah. Well, for now. What do you guys have? I've got two labs and the newcomer, which the vet thinks is a puggle. A puggle. Mm -hmm. She's pretty. Very cute. Girls, boys. Yeah. Yeah. How old are they and what are they? Um, Jake is a chocolate lab. He's about 115 pounds. Jesus. Oh, you have that to look forward to, Lori. Yeah. Great. Excellent. (laughs) With no back hips. So you have that to look forward to. Oh, yeah. yeah, Maybe. Yeah. We'll get into that story here in a little bit. (laughs) And Jake is a charcoal lab, or Bo's a charcoal lab, and he's about 65 pounds. Okay. And Marley, a.k.a. Peanut, is about 25 pounds. And she's still growing or is she done? She's done. Okay. So it does seem like Jake is a big boy. Yeah. He's a very big boy. Like, is he bigger than most labs? Does yes. It seem, I, I He's really like tall. Ten is big. Yeah. Is he fat too or just tall? Very tall. Okay. Not fat. He's just a big boy. I don't think Daisy, Daisy's parents weren't that big. I don't think she'll be. I mean, that's like darn near my size. You tell yourself whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> my mom got a dog for my dad for Father's Day. And that was she, not a Yorkie? Not a Yorkie. My mom's a Yorkie fan, but she got this dog and it's like a, she's going to be annoyed with me because I'm going to get this wrong, but it's like a poodle, a lab and something else all mixed together. Uh, and of course she paid like a ridiculous amount of money. Like one of those like hobby. Like a breed. designer dog. Yeah. Like yeah. a yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly or something what like Everyone that. who knows my mom expected her to go yeah. buy. Uh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Bought. Yep. <laughs> But she was like, I think she'll only be like 25 pounds. And we were all like, oh, hell no. no. <laughs> so we had to take bets as a family. And she's for sure like already 65 pounds. Like she's huge. She's, oh, my gosh. And she's so fat. Like she's a big girl. Does she so, eat a lot Lord. then or does she? No, she really doesn't. I mean, okay. she's not. And she'll go days. But like, no, she's just a big girl. So okay. good luck, Lauren. It's her genetic. Is she, yeah. is she? Is it a Burmese mountain dog? No, it's a lab, a poodle. And I don't know if there was a mix of that the mountain dog in it. I thought I don't think it's mountain dog. It's something else though. Great Pyrenees, maybe. Cool, that'd be huge. Yeah, you're gonna get in trouble because we don't know these things. It's okay. She'll correct us. She'll, She'll correct us. Yeah, mom, put it in the group. Put it in. Put tell it us, on our Facebook page. Tell us, and what, tell us what picture. It is. Oh, we also wanted to name her. We had really cute names picked out because this is obviously mom's dog. She just like used the excuse of. To I get can't it for remember, was dad. it Father's Day or my dad's birthday? I can't remember. But whatever it was, it was just an excuse, right? So we had these really cute names picked out. We wanted to name her either Wednesday because she's black. Oh, Isn't that's that cute. cute? Uh-huh. I'd like, like it. Yeah, I would love it. Or Whiskey. Ooh. Isn't also that a cute, cute name? I like that. What's her name? Casey. Like spelt Casey, like the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, that's up Susan's alley. Yeah, I would go for that. So yeah. I'm a big Chiefs fan too, but there were cuter names out there. Well, Daisy was supposed to be Dolly, like Dolly Parton. I had it picked oh, out before I picked cute. her out. So how did yeah. it get changed to Daisy? Kids. Um. Well, the kids wanted to name her Nutella. Where <laughs> <laughs> I I they had some other name that was just dumb. It was like I I don't even know what it was. It was just, I can't remember now. It was stupid. And we were on our way home from getting her, which was almost in Little Rock. And we passed a, not a Dairy Queen, but a Daisy Queen. Ah, and I, I like, passed oh, that last weekend. Daisy would be a cute name. Yeah. And that I just, yeah, stuck, everyone loved stuck. it. So. Yeah, I passed that Daisy Queen last yeah, weekend when like we were out there. Yeah, like a little hole in the wall. Yep. That's what she's named after. Well, you didn't talk about the little one that's laying right there next to you. Oh, yeah. Finnegan is the one that creates all the background <laughs> noise. He's keeping us company. Yes. Yeah. Finnegan is my little rescue. He is, um, he's a blue healer mix. Okay. And... 
he has a sad story. The lady that gave him up to rescue one called and said she was upset because her blue healer, she wanted to breed and ended up getting pregnant, which I'm like, well, that's just irresponsible pet ownership. So she was upset because she didn't know what she got pregnant with. And it was one of those things. And so she just basically said it like five weeks. She's like, I'm done with these puppies. You can come get them or I'll put them outside. Oh, I know. So poor Finnegan. So he's my little mutt that I have from Rescue One. He just turned two and he's just gotten to the point where he doesn't d- destroy things. So like we're just, although he did. Uh, I was going to say all until he got all, yeah. But he didn't chew it up. That's true. So, you Yay. know, like that's when. So that's Finnegan. And he's right at 58, 60 pounds. Dudley up is also only 60 pounds, although he looks way bigger. But Lots he's, of hair. He's fluffy. He's fluffy. fluffy. He's a chow mix. He's also a uh, rescue boy, and he is about seven years old. And then we have two cats. We have Monty, who is 10 years old. And we have Mayhem, who is my little rescue that we took in from our friend Ted. Ted. And (laughs) Mayhem... She might be three years old now. I don't know. Two, three, somewhere in there. I don't know. I feel like you don't pay attention to cats as much as you do dogs with birthdays. She's plump, too. She's a big girl. She's a big girl. She's a big girl. Was she a rescue or more like a, we're going to keep her for a little while for you, and then like he never took her back? Yeah, it was a con job is what it was. (laughs) Yes, it was a con job. So his sons had the kitten, had this kitten at their apartment, and then they decided they didn't like having to take care of themselves anymore, right? And we're going to move in with dad. And so then Ted's like, I'm not taking care of a kitten. Like, that's not happening. And so he had convinced our friend Carolyn to help him find like a cat shelter or something. And so Carolyn had her friend who did cat rescues all lined up, but she of course couldn't take her for like four or five days for whatever reason. Right. And so it was Jordan, just keep the cat for me over the weekend. Right. And I think everybody involved knew the second that cat came home, there was absolutely no, I yeah. remember how annoyed my husband was over that cat. And then by the end of that weekend, you could loved have- him. Loved her. Ride her out of his hands. Mm-hmm. Already renamed yeah. her to Mayhem and like probably already bought her collar. Like she was his cat. Like it was mm-hmm. instant love at first sight. And the two of them have been inseparable ever since. <laughs> Sometimes Mayhem hides like right by where we podcast. That's Monty. And, oh no, never mind. Monty. Mayhem's the sweet one that's she usually sleeps in the chair. over the tower. Monty will just like shoot out like all of a sudden. Yeah, Monty's not a good person. He's a mean cat. Well, he's a cat. He's an intro one. <laughs> Well, just because he's a cat doesn't mean he's not a person, Lauren. Like, he still gets to have oh, a person. Matt's leash for Daisy actually says dogs are people, too. See? And I'm like, the, but they're not because they're animals. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm she not an animal. human. I am probably the least person. animal lover at this table. I don't hate them, but. <laughs> it makes me sad for you. What do you have, Amanda? Uh, we have two dogs. We have Sally Brown, who we rescued. Gosh, I think she's seven now. Um, she is a boxer Sharpay mix. Oh my. But she looks more like a boxer, like mm-hmm. she but she just has a lot of skin. Okay. It doesn't roll like the Sharpay, but she does have a lot of skin. And I'm gonna say she's probably about 100, 115 pounds. Okay. Big girl. She's a big bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she's a big girl. Literally. Yes. <clears throat> and then Cameron um brought home Coda uh, a week after she graduated from high school. And got her from the Humane Society. She is an Australian Shepherd mix. She looks like a little coyote skulking around the backyard outside. And she's so cute. And she's such a good dog. And she will be two in November. So she's still a little, she's still a baby. But she is, she's turned out to be such a good dog. So close to to Finn's age. Mm -hmm. About the same. Yeah. Oh, we should schedule some play dates. We should, because she would love it. Finn loves to play with other dogs. Dudley, not interested. He's already too old. Yeah, Sally's like not about it at all. Not to mention Sally won't get near the front door to go out to the car. If she has to go in the car, oh dear God. It's Yeah. Yeah, there's no getting her in the car. Cliff tried to pick her up because we thought she was hurt at one point. And he threw his back out picking her up. Oh, oh my no. God. She's so big. But they're good. They're good dogs. Sally almost didn't make it through her first puppy years because literally chewed mm-hmm. everything. 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 Okay, yep. tell us. Give us a listing of what she chewed. My deck. She <laughs> still chews our deck, in all honesty. Numerous things in the garage. Jacob's wagon. The pedals off of all of their bikes. Screwdrivers. <laughs> like I had to hide a couple screwdrivers that she, Dangerous. that she chewed up from Cliff. The handles, you know, the plastic yeah, yeah, yeah. handles. Anytime she was in the house, she would chew. I think she chewed Cameron's shoes or Emily's shoes. And it was just, 
I just couldn't handle it. Oh my gosh. Like, What's the craziest thing that a dog has chewed up? Oh, let me give you the list from Finn. Okay. <laughs> so this sweet little Finnegan that's laying at my feet right now and doesn't want to leave my side has the worst separation anxiety. Mm-hmm. And so he has eaten, and I'm going to forget things, but he he's is, side-eyeing you, by yeah, the way, right now. I can see it. Well, like, you're talking about me. You <laughs> did it. You did it. So he's eaten two full armchairs that I used to keep in my living room. He's eaten an entire couch. He has not eaten, expensive at all. No, no. Well, that's why when you guys walked into my house, there's like the area to the right that just feels very empty with just a weird mm-hmm. coffee table against the wall. That's where the couch was in the armchairs. And the like armchairs. the armchairs were there first. And then I replaced it with this cute little couch. And then he ate that. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. He ate two couches. There's been two couches he's eaten because I replaced it with another one. And then I realized I'm an idiot and I can't keep buying <laughs> furniture. Two couches and he two ha- armchairs later. He has expensive taste, Jordan. He does. Yeah. So now it's just empty. Although I am starting to think he's eaten countless dog beds. So I bought that one that's in the living room right now and he has not eaten it. And it's been like three weeks. So I'm starting to wonder like maybe I can buy a couch again. And Knock my husband's like, no, just don't. There do might be hope with the beds because Sally did the exact same thing. And so Cliff bought her like. I swear to God, it's a full-size mattress that she lays oh, on. Oh, he ate a mattress too, by the way. Oh, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> in the spare that. bedroom. Oh, that's yeah. right. She's <laughs> not touched that bed. She has not eaten it, bitten it, you know, nothing. She licks it now. That makes me crazy. But no. So I think there's hope. He also ate, we have wooden siding on the house. And he ate that. Mm-hmm. Like a big hunk of it. And then Thor had to mm-hmm. go out and like hand sculpt it with wood putty. <laughs> that was probably the one he was the most mad at yeah oh and one of my i had the like little grids in my windows like the cross panes you know Mm -hmm. and uh he ate one of those out of the front window so now whenever you look at my front window it's the only window that doesn't have a grid in it did i hear did he eat the wooden blinds that you had to or is that another dog i know that might be another dog I don't think because I don't have wooden blinds. Okay. So he, I've not, he's not had the opportunity. Oh, that's I'm sure good. He'd like it. <laughs> he Maybe he just needs a little fiber. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> needs something. He just does not like being left alone. It's bad. But we had a dog that would eat drywall, and she really wasn't oh. our. She really wasn't our dog. <clears throat> dog. She was my brother's that he got when he lived in a fraternity house, which was a choice, and which was a choice. <laughs> <laughs> a bad choice. My sweet brother just wanted a. Do- he wanted a hunting dog. But didn't is this have, Hadley? Yeah, this is Hadley. Jordan knows all about Hadley. Sweet. She had so much anxiety, and she was a Vishla, which needs oh, uh-huh. like a oh, ton, yeah, like yes. a, a high level of exercise per day. And none of us had the ability to give that to her. And he moved in with us, so he brought the dog, and then he moved out and did not take the dog. Oh. And so we kind of got saddled with her. But yeah, she used to, she would literally eat holes in the drywall. Poor dog. She we ended up. It was so sad. We had to give her to a re- we gave her to a visual rescue, mm-hmm. but I was expecting, and there was just no way. Like she was just not, she was not a dog that fit our lifestyle, and was not a dog we got by choice. And so we had to find a appropriate home for her, and we did. Oh, good. I think she went and lived on a farm with no drywall. That's yeah. what they say when That's they kill a, a dog. Place. Okay, mm. we're not going back <laughs> to the dead animal. <laughs> That's okay. what they say. I saw videos and pictures of her like running with other vishlas in a big well. That's field. good. Good. I think it was- I for sure had a dog that was like a hound dog mix when I was a kid named Abby and she I was like too young to really take care of her and um, she broke her hip because my dad had her in the car when he was coming to get me from school one day like uh, oh this will be fun we'll take Abby to pick up Jordan she like somehow got out of like a two inch crack in the window <gasps> broke her hip oh, and then they had to put pins in it she'd have surgery oh well then she like was a puppy so like was too inner like would not like let it heal mm-hmm. you know and we tried everything we like locked her in my dad's john deere room and like would you know like she just would not lay down and heal enough and so she just like never healed and so finally my parents were like she's got to go and they claim they sent her to a farm but i don't know about that still <laughs> 30 years later i don't know i don't know that she went to a farm you guys the hip was messed up oh i'm sure we'll baby. also hear kk on this I'm sure we will. And she'll be like, I swear she went to a farm. I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of don't either. <laughs> okay. Susan, we got to hear. have gone to the farm. Yeah. We got to hear all about <laughs> Jake. the Jake saga. Oh my gosh. This poor dog. We got him when he was 12 weeks old. So I got Jake for Clint as a present. So 
he was like 12 weeks old, got him from a breeder and, you know, I didn't think anything was wrong with him. And then he ate a bunch of rocks at six months old, which is so he an had indication to, that maybe there's know, something right? wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. So we had to have surgery and they were like, you know, the rocks aren't really the the worst thing. So they showed pictures of his hips and he had like no hip sockets like oh, no. whatsoever. Oh so he's had two hip replacements. He's on chronic pain medicine all the time. Poor little guy. He's just a mess. And how old is he in, Is he now? Eight. Eight. Okay. And he, and wears, he wears braces all the time. He too, wears right? braces, yeah. So he's does, our hot mess. Does he require a lot of extra like care and time? I mean, other than the surgeries, but like, do you have to like give him his meds and do you yep. have to do anything with the braces? Every day he has meds and you have to do his braces on and off and that kind of thing. But he's just a hot little mess. Yeah. You have to help so, him up and down the stairs. He can't baby. get in the car by himself. You have to get so, his ladder. What does it mean braces on and off? Like, what does that look like? He's got braces for his hawks because after his surgeries, his, he's got like rubber band man arms, legs. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like they just like fly around. So he's got to wear braces for his hawks so they don't fly around. So do you put them on in the morning and take them off at night or how does that work for him? Take them on and off. Like he's got hard braces that are like little casts that he has to wear for walks. And then inside he's got soft ones that he wears inside oh so that is a lot of extra yeah. care mm-hmm. i've never seen yeah. i've never seen that and then after his hip surgeries he had to have eight weeks of therapy oh i remember that you have to time. wear a cone of shame to keep oh, him yeah. from mm-hmm. yeah There's so he's wow. he's been our million dollar dog i'm gonna say yeah. how much does all that cost do you have pet insurance no because labs are high risk yeah Okay. It's that so, pre-existing thing. That might yeah. with Daisy. <laughs> that might it might be Daisy. So yeah, yeah. we were gonna we tried to get him pet insurance, but because labs have pre-existing hip dysplasia and stuff like mm-hmm. that, they usually typically don't give you insurance for them. Ugh. We had we had a chocolate with hip dysplasia growing up, so and I, we she did not end up having surgery. She just had a lot of pain and stuff when she was older. But we'll see you with Daisy. Hopefully, hopefully everything's good. Yeah. She was their first, their first um, litter. They, they were like their pets, like their two chocolate, like their girl and boy chocolate labs that they like have as pets in their home. And they decided they, to have a litter. Mm-hmm, that they breed it. Yeah. And they, so it was their first litter. So there's really no precedent, although the mom and dad are healthy. But they like raised them like in like in their kitchen, mm-hmm. like they didn't have like a garage or anything like that. So we'll see. But I'm gonna cross my fingers. Yeah. That that, but I know that that runs in that breed. Yeah, our friend that's a vet, he said that you should make sure that they're the breed. But there's a certification that every breed or every litter goes through that you take them to the vet, you get them x-rayed and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Make sure they don't have yeah hip dysplasia. Which wow. we did not do. <laughs> so what does it cost to have two hip surgeries and eight weeks of therapy? I mean, that sounds expensive. Um, the first one was about three grand. The second one was five grand. And then each eight weeks of therapy was $100 a session. So about wow. 800 bucks each. Oh, wow. wow. So you work expensive. to support your dog? Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. So Jake is a very lucky boy. He is a very he lucky didn't boy. Up going to live on a farm. Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to keep him like not moving after surgeries. Yeah, he had to be kenneled and all kinds of good stuff like that. So I don't like kenneling my dogs. Like it's a thing. I don't like putting them in. Cages. You don't even call. As I say, you don't even call call them kennels. What do you call them? Jail or cages, cages. or something? They're cages. They are cages. And I don't like putting my dogs in cages. So. Dudley blew out his first ACL when he was 18 months old. Ouch. Which is oh my really young. gosh. And so we worked with him and got his ACL repaired, which was like two grand. And then I didn't want to cage him, right? And so I made Thor move our mattress, our king size mattress from upstairs downstairs so we could sleep on the floor with him in the living room. And I took several days off of work. Well, he had to be completely immobile and we had to like drug him. I mean, it was rough. And then 
almost two years later, he did it again to the other one. And so we had to go through the whole thing over again. And then about a year and a half after that, he did it to his sister. <gasps> like they were playing and he pulled in. I had a dog named Daisy too. Pulled in the back, her back leg too hard and popped her ACL. Oh my gosh. So Dudley that. has cost me three ACLs so far. And if they're not cheap it, either, are they? No, they're about two grand a pop. And if he does it to Finnegan, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> oh, Finnegan. <laughs> Oh. Finnegan looks to be pretty hardy stock. Yeah, Finnegan. There's no money left for ACLs. So <laughs> keep him. He's good. Keep him healthy. Finnegan, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, well, I have. I don't have any dog issues. My dogs are mutts. They're like they don't have any issues. Mine are too, but still had issues. I, I know, but um, my sister-in-law and her wife Gina and Bobby Joe have um. A Frenchie named Greta. And then they have Dottie, who is Frenchie and Boston Terrier. Mm-hmm. Well, Dottie got pregnant. Uh-oh. They were going to use, not Gina and Bobby Joe, but she was going to be used as a breeding dog. Mm-hmm. But the girls fell in love with her and they were like, nope, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. And then when she got pregnant, so they were like, we're going to keep, we're going to go ahead and let her have the baby. And then, you know, possibly adopt it out and see. Well, not that did not work. So Greta has, um, well, let me finish the baby story. So when Opal went into labor, she ended up only having one baby, not Opal, Dottie. She only had one baby and that was Opal. So Opal is, her dad is a Boston Terrier. Mm -hmm. So she looks more like a Boston. Mm -hmm. And, um, Dottie like lost so much blood. They had to do a C-section. Oh my gosh. She lost so much blood. Like Dottie almost died. They were trying to do all this stuff with her. And I was actually just asking them in between Dottie and Opal and the delivery and the blood transfusions, the C-section and everything they did for them. That was about $6,000. Jeez Louise. Did everybody make it? Everybody made it. Did they never breed again? No, no, they would not have let. Dottie, they ended up fixing her at yeah. that point. Yeah. But um, so now they have, they have Greta, Dottie, and Opal, and Opal is a holy freaking terror. <laughs> and they will tell you that they literally will tell you that Dottie is so you know calm and cool, and she's just got a really sweet demeanor. But Opal, oh my god, she's hell on wheels. Those are dad How hell on wheels, or Opal. I don't think she's two yet. I don't know about her dad. I mean, okay. I'm not sure. I'm just what... wondering where these genetics are coming from. Right? Well, all dogs under two suck. Puppy oh yeah, great. Well, I think we're at the phase with um, Opal that I'm sure the girls would not agree with me, but I I think they're lucky she's gonna make it to two. She's just mean. She's really? so mean. She's even mean to her mom. Well, I was gonna ask, can Dottie keep her in check? No, no. not at all. Oh, fascinating. Wow. Nope. Hmm. And then Greta, their Frenchie. Greta's a full Frenchie. She had spine issues like she had a point where like she moved wrong and like it was like it paralyzed the back end of her <gasps> and so the girls took her to the vet you know the emergency vet and all that and it's it, gina just told me they ended up having to have her tail removed oh, amputated no. oh my god so she doesn't even have like the little you the know, little nub no she yeah. has nothing it's just like a little that barely covers Poor her girl. butt oh my gosh <laughs> she is so sweet and they're the greta she says for about 10 grand so, wow yeah but then in the other light, they have a chihuahua, Jojo, the only male in the house, mm-hmm. 17 years old, uh-huh. still going strong. Yeah. Yeah. No teeth. But <laughs> my God, that, that boy is just still going. So, yes. That's crazy. Those, those are the uh, Morton heathens in North Carolina. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But they're, they're so stinking All cute. little dogs. They're so stinking cute. Little I love dogs. their names. Love I do them. too. Yeah. Yeah. Super cute. Yep. So we have, so our Boston, Andy, we got her after our Scotty that we had died of leukemia. So right after we had Helen, um, which was in the summer of 2018, our Scotty, she had always had ear infections a lot. And I thought she had like really bad ear infections as she just was miserable. And I took her into the vet and they're like, oh, she has leukemia and like she's gonna be like she is she it's not gonna be long for her so you took her home and then she started having seizures and so we decided to put her down because the seizures were a lot 
for her, obviously traumatizing for her. And also for Collier, who was like four at the time, we didn't want him exposed to that. So we put Mabel out of our misery. And then not too long after that, we got Andy, our Boston. And um, then when she was, I don't know, maybe a year old or something, like she always, she chewed on stuff and ate stuff. Not too bad. Not like Daisy, the lab, but she did chew up some stuff and she started throwing up a lot and... So we took her to the emergency vet because, of course, it was a weekend and she would not stop throwing up. She couldn't keep anything down. She wasn't acting like herself. And they're like, oh, she probably ate something. And I think they even did an x-ray and thought they saw something in her stomach. And so they're like, we need to do exploratory surgery. We need to go in and get this out of her. And so, you know, we had just lost Mabel and it was like $3,000. We really didn't have it at the time to spend on her. And my dad bless him was like well collier just lost mabel like i collier can't lose another dog you guys just have like she's a puppy he felt really bad so he chipped in and helped pay for this exploratory surgery they open her up and she's like they're like oh she just has a stomach bug oh (laughs) Oh my gosh (laughs) i'm telling you that emergency is i i know that they they're like the only one in town so they can charge whatever they want. I know that they do like save dogs' lives, but oh my God, they are a scam. <laughs> I do think they opened another emergency vet now. Is there more than one? I think there's one over by the cruise dog park now. Why do I feel Maybe. like you would know this? <laughs> I, I've only been to the one on Glenstone That's several we times. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, I'll fact check myself in the Facebook group, but I feel like it's over there. I mean, it's a, it's a great resource to have, but like you need to be prepared. Yeah. And then there there was like an extra charge if we wanted them to do CPR on her. Should oh, yes. she code during Oh no. And and Matt was a fireman at the time in an EMT and he was like, "So what's the what's what's like the success rate of that? Like how how often does a dog code and you're able to bring it back in, to life? Because I know on humans it's like a pretty low success rate and that's on humans. So yeah. what I can totally see Matt. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Even the numbers on right, there. and and they were they were like, I, I mean, it was minimal, and he was like, no, like, yeah. and we're not paying, like, it's it's not even going to be successful should it happen, like, we're not paying for, and it was like something you had to pay up front because otherwise they, it wasn't like if they coded, it was like insurance basically. Yeah, I'm telling you, they run that they have to make so much money <laughs> that emergency vet. Wow, I cannot stop thinking about that story you told Amanda. Like that, the having puppies. Oh my gosh! So oh. we we did that, um, and we're too stupid to know what we were doing. And I think about it like at least once a week. Of what would we have done if something went terribly wrong? Oh yeah. We I was in high school. We hobby bred my mom's Yorkie Muffy. Muffy. <laughs> and for the sole reason of. Baby Yorkies are so Baby pretty. Yorkies, and we so would have had puppies, yeah. right? And uh, I do think my mom made some pretty good money off. I think it helped pay for that ridiculous um, college I went to. But um, <laughs> we did three litters with Muffy. And so she had four puppies in each litter. And the first two litter, the first two like were perfectly fine. No problems. That third litter, we had a puppy born breech. And he didn't. He wasn't breathing. Oh. And I'll never forget this. My mom was like. Did nurse mode kick in? Well, we tried. Like my mom tried some stuff. And my sister was trying some stuff. And they, they were trying their nurse stuff. Like my sister was trying little palpitations on them. And, and they rub them with mom the Mom was finally and... like. No. So here's what happened. My mom was finally like, you know what? Let's put him down next to Muffy and see what she does. And let's just let nature take its course. And I was like, fuck that. So <laughs> I got. A kitchen towel or uh-huh. something. I did the 101 Dalmatians thing. <laughs> put the puppy in there. Rubbed <laughs> it really fast. Yeah. And I don't really know what revived the puppy. If it was that or putting it down with Muffy. I can't really remember. But the puppy was okay. His name was Harry. Those were that was the Beatles. They had the Beatles names. But Aww. Harry was okay. He went to a good guy. Like He lives a good life. But then that same litter, Muffy got a clogged milk duct. <gasps> which is like... So not a big deal, but her whole belly was hard and we do like warm compresses and we felt so bad for her. Never again. Like we were like, oh, we can't ever do this again. And we had bought um, another Yorkie, uh, Macy, that we were thinking about breeding, but like we were like, never again. No, we can't. Too traumatic. It is traumatic. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, The girls, the girl, it was awful. I remember when the girls were going through it and it was, it was terrible. 
I can't imagine what would have happened if something like traumatic had happened. Yeah. You know, like I just can't even because I mean, thankfully, Harry was fine. Mm hmm. I mean, he was probably a little slow, but you know, like he was fine. <laughs> he's fine. It's okay. Cells, it's okay. Been, uh, been a little anoxic, but like he was fine. But yeah. oh, yeah. And people, I mean, people do that all the time. They breed dogs, and I couldn't do it. When I think a lot of breeders get a bad rap, I mean, probably for a good reason, because mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people out there that are solely in it for yeah. the financial yeah. gain. Yeah. But I think there's also, and I know when I was shopping for Daisy, because I had decided that's what I wanted to get Matt for Christmas, like that crazy person. <laughs> and I was shopping and there's just so many scams. There's so many. On Facebook. You get you in like them. the chocolate lab or just lab adoption, you know, puppy adoptions. And there's just people that were like, had dogs available, but they were like different people posting the same pictures. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And they want to deposit. Yeah. And that was uh, the breeders that we did find. And I say breeders because i mean like i said it was their first litter so very much like hobby breeders and they um were doing a method where like they exposed them to a car ride they exposed them to like a gunshot like to the sound of gunshots because matt wants to take daisy hunting so that was important um one of their dogs is a service dog like one of their adult dogs um because the the guy the dad in the family had had some strokes so this was his service dog and so i don't know they you could just tell like going back through their Facebook, like they were, had been posting pictures like every day since the dogs were born. And it was just, it just took a lot of vetting on my part mm-hmm. to make sure that they were like not a scam because I'm yeah. pretty sure where Mabel or Scotty came from, pretty sure like they've been shut down by the humane society at this point oh. or not the main society, but like whoever mm-hmm. does that. I'm Yes. I did not do my due diligence on finding Jake, but you know what? Like, Thank God he has family that cares for him. So I much. think Jake landed exactly where he needed yeah, to land. He did. <laughs> yeah. I think he did. If anyone has a heart for animals, it's it's Susan. Susan, yeah. Okay, so I of course had to do my Google search for um, the podcast and found a cool <laughs> article from Forbes all about pet ownership statistics. Okay, are you interested? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so this was written by Michelle. Megna and published on Forbes.com. And this article shows pet ownership in the U.S. at a glance. It says 66% of U.S. households own a pet, which is 86.9 million homes. 66 million ho- 66% of homes seems really low that to me. That seems low to me. It yeah. does seem low. Like, I judge you if you don't have a pet. <laughs> like, like, I just assume you're bad people, Lauren. I have three dogs. I know, but like... <laughs> I didn't have, we didn't have a dog until we moved into our new house, our other house. Because when the kids were little, I just couldn't, like with you, I, no, I couldn't do it. I have four pets. They're kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they cost even more, more. than yeah. the fur yes. babies. Yeah. I just, I couldn't do it until we had a, you know, a big fenced in yard. And so Jordan would have judged me, but I did not, we did not have our dogs until we moved into our, our house now. I just think how nice it would be not to have one. I think that too. Like and when I'm, you go on but vacation. Think about yeah. how sad and lonely your heart would be. It, not I just that told you to I have four that I birthed myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have eight, 17 years at least. <laughs> so fine. Okay, okay, so, those kids so are leaving. 80 something parents okay. don't have <laughs> pets because they're old. And- well, yeah. So maybe that's the 40% that is don't the, is like the elderly. elderly people, elderly people. I feel like those are the people that need a pet though, to keep them company. Yeah. Remember, wasn't it just last week we were learning that a third of Americans are lonely? <laughs> yes. Buy a dog, buy. rescue a dog. I mean, don't buy one. Rescue my, a dog. I, I don't think my parents need one. I don't no. think my dad needs another broken ankle. That's just the saying. thing. Like yeah. you trip over them or just, I'm just thinking like my mom has, I mean, my parents have a lab who, is very old and she probably will not make it till next Christmas. Like she, I mean, she just is very, she's very, very old <laughs> and has a hard time getting up and down stuff. And I'm, my, I don't, I don't think my mom will get another animal. Like I can't imagine it. Although my parents didn't have pets for a little while and it freaked me out, but Susan fixed that for them. Oh, the two kitties. Yeah. So they had um, two Yorkies and a Maltese who all lived to be like, ungodly old and so when they finally died they didn't have pets for a while and then susan comes into work one day and she's like 
I found these two kittens on the side of the road. Does my son want? found the my son found the two kittens and brought them to our house instead of taking them to his house. And I was Shocking. immediately like, "Yeah, I know who needs these kittens." <laughs> of course. And my parents, who are not really cat people, I call them and I'm like, "Cats? You guys need cats?" And they're like, "No." My mom's like, "No, we don't need any cats." And my dad's like, "Yeah, I would kind of like to have those cats." And so they got cats. <laughs> They probably keep the mice. I mean, the European have in a field. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They probably yeah. have mice. Yeah, they I do. Mean, and and they couldn't have gone to a better home. Those cats are so spoiled now, but they do mouse for yeah. them, and they do take do a good job of that. And I think my mom should like be very thankful that they got those cats because I think she'd see a lot more snakes in her yard. Oh, oh no, yeah, oh, for no. sure. Okay. So we know KK does not like snakes. But then they got the dogs, and now they have two cats and a dog. So I how was the dog imagine. with the cats? Oh, the dog loves the cats. She's, I mean, Casey's never met a stranger. Like, she just loves everybody. Oh, that's fine. Those cats hate her. I was going to say, <laughs> do the like, cats reciprocate that? No, they don't. No, like, she gets in, like, 10 feet of their vicinity. They start, like, hissing at her. You know, like, they're not, no. <laughs> and she just thinks they're a squeak toy. <laughs> no, she knows they're mean. Like, especially Stormy, the female cat, is, like, really mean. And so she will, like, swipe her across the face. My mom was telling me the other day, like, Stormy was, like, rubbing against Casey. And Casey's like, we're going to be friends. And so she, like, rubs against her. And Casey's like, I don't know what to do, but we're going to be friends. And then all of a sudden, swipes her across the face. And Casey's like, oh. Oh, my God. And we were at a, a, the, one of the birthday parties this weekend. The birthday party at my sister-in-law's mom's house and she has three cats and abe was all over one of those cats oh yeah and so he had a sucker oh oh no no. and so he's like laying on this cat oh no (laughs) and at one point he like hat like he pulled away from it and he just had cat hair oh. fur. like because this was a fluffy cat he had it all over his face because like from the stick you know what the stickiness of the sucker, sucker too and it was on the sucker oh. Oh. and then he had and he had these red scratch marks down the side of his face oh my God. he didn't even like notice but at some point that cat had scratched the shit out of him. <laughs> and i know he deserved it because he like smothers things he's like Aww. we call him lenny like from a mice and men because you know <laughs> so like, yeah he's like he just doesn't know his own strength like, like with goldie he'll just like I lay on top of her and like smother her to death and that's how he is with animals too he carries daisy around by like her neck and just like but she'll be so good with kids. Like, she'll be so, so Oh, they're best friends already. Yeah. Last night, she had to go upstairs and check on him in bed. Like, Aww. he was asleep. And Daisy just, like, goes upstairs and then came back down. And she's Aww. just checking on oh, that's so checking sweet. on her buddy. Okay, this article also says that essential dog expenses can cost an average of $1,533 annually. I believe it. <laughs> Susan, Susan, Susan says over raising up. her thumb. Like, a little higher than <laughs> that. A little bit higher. Yeah. I believe it. I don't think people understand how expensive pets are when they get them. No. No. All the shots and then like the preventatives, like the flea meds and stuff that you. Oh, yeah. And just, mm-hmm. you know, if you have an animal that needs grooming or their nails cut, like, yeah. I'd have and just the food and treats and just all the constant stuff that you're buying for them. And yeah, absolutely. Yep. They are expensive. That's what my husband keeps telling yeah. me. I have a dog I want. I have found a dog. Oh, God. On Pet Finder. He's this really cute little half corgi, half Australian shepherd. I bet he's Oh, my God. I'll bet he's adorable. And I keep saying, like, let's go get that dog. He's in the Tri Lakes um, County Humane Society. And uh, my husband just said, no, we already have four animals. We don't need another one. It's so expensive. We're not doing it. Do what Cameron did. Just go get it and bring it home. Right. What's he going to do? Like, kick it out? Kick you out? No. So we're supposed to take turns picking out the next animal. But he's never gotten a turn. So So he's supposed to get the next turn. But he loves Australian Shepherds. He wants a Corgi. So, I mean, I feel like this is exactly the dog he wants. And I don't know why we don't have him yet. Isn't this what you did with like the last time it was his turn? Like you were like, it's this is the dog you want. Isn't this the dog you want? It, yeah, like, that's what I did with Dudley. Yeah. I just kept showing him pictures. I was like, look at this dog. Doesn't he just look like our dog? He he looks like Pick a Thor one. dog. He does, he does look like a Thor dog. Thor dog. Big furry dog. I mean, <laughs> yeah. come on. It's a perfect Yeah, there you go. Your animals, all, every, our animals all fit us, I feel. 
Finnegan is introvert and has to be at home <laughs> like his mom who <laughs> wants his mom home me. all the time. I also want to be home all the time. <laughs> so it works out so really good for you. Oh my gosh. Okay, this also says 42% of dog owners and 43% of cat owners got their pets from a store, while 38% of dog owners and 40% of cat owners got their pets from an animal shelter or rescue. Oh, we got we Sally. Rescue more dogs. We got yeah. Sally. You know, PetSmart. They take the. They have the rescues that go up there. Um, on the Saturdays. Right. That's where we got her. That probably counts as a rescue. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we got her from there, and then Cam got uh, Coda from the Humane Society. My only okay. The last two dogs we've gotten from breeders, but and then the first one, um, Matt got from Rescue One back. Right, like a, just a little bit, maybe three months before he met me um, and really had no business getting a dog because he lived downtown in like a studio apartment by himself. Yeah, but it worked to, to it worked meet out you. perfectly. That's yeah. how we met. So it <laughs> worked out well. But um, I mean, so, you know, he's like big into rescuing. But my only, I guess, fear with rescuing is if if you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. And so, you know, like with Andy, I wanted a Boston and I wanted a Boston that we could raise from a puppy around the kid. You know, I, I, there are, I think there's some, there's things to be said about both, but ultimately rescuing is probably the better. Yeah. There's just so many, yeah. so many animals out there that need, that need people. And Jordan would take them all if yeah. we would let her. Oh, I would. You I and Cameron, we have to split them. So he plays the lottery all the time which I'm always like are you kidding me like the chances of winning the lottery but I always tell him if he ever does win the lottery then we're gonna like open up our own little pet sanctuary and a pet shop and like that's what we're gonna do we're gonna get a little farm dogs. get a farm yep you're right Lauren it is better to rescue dogs okay so there's another article in here also from Forbes which talks about pet adoption statistics and it says every year 920,000 animals are euthanized at animal shelters. That's so I didn't mean. even want to, I didn't need to hear that. That's so sad. Sometimes we need to hear the hard truth oh. and we should not pay tons of money for these hobby dogs. Go rescue a baby. More oh. cats than dogs are euthanized annually. Approximately 390,000 dogs and 530,000 cats. Ugh. Oh, go rescue a kitten. No. <laughs> <laughs> You and Lori looked at me when she said that. <laughs> Last time I had two cats. Do you remember? Where, no. Was I friends with you when I got those two cats? I don't remember. You actually cats. had cats and yeah. you were that allergic to them? Yeah. So I had, I worked at Carson's Nurseries, the tree farm, which is appropriate to the story. So we had like hay. Like mm-hmm. we had a, you know, a, a shed that we had hay bales and stuff in and we had a, a feral cat or like a barn cat that lived out there and she had kittens and I took one home there's a black cat and I wanted it I wanted this kitten I took it home when it was old enough to go home and then the a lady I worked with also had like farm cats and mm-hmm. so she brought me another kitten so I had so that there was two of them so I had my two cats and I had them for I don't know two months and went to the emergency room twice with asthma attacks and I was like <laughs> No, like I'm gonna die. Oh yeah, you can't. And this is on. This is like on allergy meds. Oh my god, yeah. So yeah, I had to get. I had to find them a new home. Okay, well maybe you can't save all the cats, but you can rescue your dogs. Rescue dogs, everybody. I can rescue dogs. Also, in here, in one of these articles, I can't remember where I saw this. In one of these two articles, it said that 25 percent of all the dogs in animal shelters are purebreds. Well, that doesn't surprise me. So just because you want a specific type of dog does not mean you can't get it from a shelter. Um, yeah, I because know, it, but do you know what kind of purebred they are? They're pit bulls, which we have one. I'm not the. I'm not going to shit talk about them. Dog I ever had, the I'm, best dog mm-hmm. I ever had was Daisy May. Yep, and she was my little pity, and she was the most perfect creature yep. on this whole planet. Oh, Ember's amazing. Yeah, it's Ember's all in a, how they're raised and how they're is. brought yeah. up, and, and you, you don't know, know how they're raised nope. when it's a rescue. No, you don't know. That's because, true. Because we got, I mean, that's we got true. a. Yeah. we got a. We tried to rescue another pit bull, and he had me cornered. <gasps> oh, and was like, and he was supposed to be good with other dogs, good with family, good with kids, and he had me like cornered, 
like aggressively. Oh God. Yeah. It was very scary. And we had to, to take him back. We got him also through rescue one, which is where Ember came from. So I think it was just something that they hadn't seen out of him mm-hmm. before, but obviously yeah. that wasn't going to work. And it's just, so here's my rant about pit bulls. It's not pit bulls because they're great. Ember's amazing. It's the ban that we have on them here in Springfield. We got a dog at large. We got five dog at large tickets for Ember. Oh my gosh. And one for not having a not registered pit bull, even though animal control, we had them saying on camera that, that, that she's not a pit bull. And it's like $10,000. Oh my God. How much oh, we're wow. looking at if Matt just like pled guilty to all the tickets, $10,000 and like two years of probation. Holy for, oh, not, wow. for not having a, God. but if you register her, then you have to pay money. And then the government also knows that you have a pit bull, a pit bull, which is so ridiculous. Yeah. It like is they so have, ridiculous. it's not their business. Right. There's other dogs that are just as bad. Oh, worse. absolutely. Yeah. Worse. Yep. Matt had to put a lab down one time because it kept biting people. It was too aggressive. I'll yeah. never forget when I got my chow and my mom was like, I've seen so many chow bites in the yep. burn unit. You can't have a chow. And Dudley's like the most laid back, <laughs> amazing personality of any yeah. dog ever. So it is. It does not it breed. Depends. It does not matter. Yeah. I mean, it really is about how they were socialized. So you're right. You don't really know what you're getting from a shelter. But there's so many dogs out there that need a home. And listen to this statistic in this article. The minimum required period for an animal to be held in the shelter before being euthanized is typically five to seven days. Which is not long. Less than a week. But it can be as short as 48 to 72 hours. Yeah. (gasps) Why it's so short? Because they're full. Shelters are full. There's nowhere for them to go. I know. Isn't that heartbreaking? The only solution is responsible pet ownership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got to go get that dog. Spay and neuter your dogs. You do need to go get that dog. Dogs and cats. Yeah. Spay and neuter the dogs and cats. Spay and neuter. Bob Barker, we miss Mm -hmm. you. (laughs) R.I.P. Springfield native. Yes. Went to jury. Went to jury. They have a whole shrine for to him. There's a Bob Barker Lane over there. Yeah. There's a geocache on that. Bob Barker Lane. I got my uh, bachelor's and master's at jury in the communications at a department and there's like a whole like display case with his stuff so oh, that's really cool yeah. that is cool what's that sound hot mess express coming into the station Yay. i i can't take all the credit for this story um cliff found this scrolling <laughs> on instagram and i immediately told him to send it to me because this is the perfect story <laughs> Florida man tells deputies he only drank at stop signs and signals. Only drank at stop signs and signals. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I love it. In okay. Florida. In this Florida. was published in 2018 on fox13news.com. Read it to us, Amanda. Vero Beach, Florida. Um, a Florida man was arrested for driving under the influence, but told officers he was only drinking at the stop signs and stop lights, not while driving. <laughs> Indian County Sheriff's <laughs> deputies were called to McDonald's in Vero Beach because of a car that was repeatedly bumping the car in front of it in the drive-thru. Oh, no. <laughs> when a deputy arrived, he found Earl Stevens, 69, in his vehicle with an opened brown paper bag with a bottle of Jim Beam in it in the passenger seat. He told deputies he didn't recall bumping the car in front of him. Multiple times. Multiple times. Okay. Stevens, who only had a Florida ID card, told the responding deputy that he had never had a valid Florida driver's license. The deputy noted the strong smell of alcohol on Stevens' breath and saw his eyes were red and his speech was slurred and asked how he was feeling. I'm feeling pretty good, Stevens (laughs) told the deputy. Like the accent. According to the arrest affidavit. Stevens told the deputy that he had about three or four drinks, but he wasn't drinking while the car was moving, only when he had stopped at stop signs and at traffic signals. Stevens also told the deputy he had prescription medication before he began drinking and admittedly admitted to actively drinking from Port St. Lucie to Indian River County. Stevens was asked to do a field sobriety test where he was observed swaying from side to side and allegedly <laughs> later blew a 0.153 and a 0.147 on his breathalyzer test. He was arrested and charged with DUI and driving without a Florida valid Florida license. This is where it's good, ladies. 
Deputies also say he has two prior DUIs in Missouri. <laughs> yeah, I believe that. I, I just, I don't know. I love everything about this. Yeah. I don't remember hitting that car in front of me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm I mean, feeling I, pretty good. I'm feeling good. <laughs> I think his argument is completely valid. He was only drinking while stopped. <laughs> I don't think I'm, that's the best advice we've ever given on this podcast. No. We are not lawyers. We are not therapists. <laughs> what else does our disclaimer say? Uh, yeah, we are not here to tell you what to do. No. But, you know, if you've had a rough week, don't worry, because at least you probably weren't drinking so much that you don't even remember hitting the car in front of you or telling the yeah. officer that you feel pretty good. And open containers are legal in Missouri. Just but not, not while you're while driving. driving. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Yeah. <laughs> not while you're driving. Not while you're driving. Gosh. That's hilarious. Just okay. give it to your next door partner. Yeah. You know, <laughs> passenger seat. Give it to your like passenger passengers. princess. They can handle it. I don't. Is it actually legal for the passenger, or is it? Do you have to be outside of the car? I don't know. Uh, I know several people who, you know. Yeah, but it's drink while they're legal? riding in the car. I don't know if it's legal or not. I, I just Matt and I do not ever drink in the vehicle. But I did see. Or he said something. We were talking about this the other day for some reason. And he said it's legal. Like having an open container is legal. You just can't be driving. Yeah, I know you can like walk around downtown with an open container. You can? I thought so. I don't know. Maybe not. You know what? Somebody's going to have to tell us in the Facebook group. Somebody tell us what the open container laws are. Springfield City Council, please advise us on what the... Where can we drink? (laughs) Yes. Where is this possible? I definitely walked around the neighborhood trick-or-treating with an open container. There you go. <laughs> this year was probably required, required, required though. It, that's how you and it wasn't that. my neighborhood. Yeah. Brothers, so. There you go. All right. We're going to post a link to the story to our Facebook page. And you guys can all tell us what the open container laws are. <laughs> Please. God. Please email us hot mess express story ideas or topics you could like us to cover or your own hot mess story. And maybe we'll invite you onto the podcast to share it. You can email that to us at hot mess at gmail.com. And we look forward to interacting with everyone on the Facebook group this week. And of course, let us know what other social media platforms we should be on. We're doing a full education with Lauren for TikTok and doing TikTok not, videos. Not me, sister-in-law. Someone <laughs> <laughs> with the TikTok expertise. You're going to be a total expert by the time this is all over. Yeah, like two videos I've posted and one I've watched. <laughs> And everybody, make sure you join us next week when we talk all about guilty pleasures. Ooh la la. Hey, post your pictures of your animals yes. in the Facebook group. We want everyone to see them. Do that. Yeah. Let's, yep. Let us see your fur baby. Thank you, Susan, for joining Thank us. Thank you for having me. Our first guest. Thanks, Susan. Thanks.